0: Welcome to my Mix Smart Sexy Show. This is your host, Karen Lee. I'm a child of God, a health and wellness coach, a neuroscience gig, and a daughter to a pair of amazing parents. Today is my fourth episode, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Simply a soul story mission that is to empower and equip individuals like you to live healthier, longer, stronger, and smarter most importantly, pain-free. Also, I'm on a mission to share the right and smart kind of information from renowned experts in areas of positive psychology, brain health, mental health, and well-being with you. In today's topic, the most important part of you. Make a guess. Well, it's our brain. Hmm, but Why? The brain is arguably the most important organ in a human body. It controls and coordinates actions and reactions, allows us to think and feel, and enables us to have memories, feelings, and emotions all the things that make us human. Did you know that your brain contains about 100 billion microscopic cells called neurons? And communicate in trillions of connections called synapses? According to WebMD.com, the cortex, which is the outermost layer of brain cells, controls our thinking and voluntary movements. The brain stem is between the spinal cord and the rest of the brain, and it controls our breathing and sleep. The basal ganglia is a cluster of structures in the center of the brain. And coordinates messages between the multiple other brain areas. The cerebellum is at the base in the back of the brain which is responsible for coordination and balance. The brain is also divided into four lobes. Let's explore together, shall we? Frontal lobe. It controls personality, decision-making, and reasoning, including cognitive skills, problem-solving, emotional expression, language, judgment, and sexual behavior. In essence, it is the main control center of our personality and ability to communicate, which is also known as executive functions. The parietal lobe, it processes information about temperature, taste, touch, and movement. The temporal lobe, it controls memory, speech, and sense of smell. And the fourth, occipital lobe, primarily responsible for vision. A couple of months ago, I chanced upon Dr. Daniel Amen, spelled A-M-E-N, from the Model Health Show by Sean Stevenson, whom I love on Spotify. Go check him out. He is Sean Stevenson, the model, M-O-D-E-L, health show. He has tons and tons of right information and has been doing what he loves for ages. I'm just a newbie compared to him. But hey, it's never too late to start. Anyway, I'm excited to share about Dr. Daniel Eman, who is a renowned physician, psychiatrist, and brain imaging expert. He is also a double board certified psychiatrist who calls table tennis The world's best brain sport. Huh. Why? Because he said it is highly aerobic and uses both the upper and lower body and is great for eye-hand coordination and reflexes. Now, you must be thinking, what about aerobics or dance? Well, I'm sure they require the same sort of reflexes, if not more, like memory for choreography. So... Does our diet have anything to do with our brain? I'm glad you ask. Absolutely. For starters, eating crappy food like processed and junk food is not a reward. It is a punishment. I eat what I love. And I ask myself, does this food love me back? It's really about having a healthy relationship with your food. The pituitary gland is a part of the endocrine system. Its main function is to secrete hormones into your bloodstream, and this is known as the gut-brain axis. It refers to the physical and chemical connections between your gut and brain. Neurotransmitters and other chemicals produced in your gut also affect your brain. So you are what you eat. This will be another episode, I promise. So, you might ask, how do we better our brain? Well, look at what you eat. Okay, so what are the healthy foods for our brain? Colorful fruits and veggies. That's one. Two, colorful low GI fruits and veggies. Three, healthy fat. Four, high quality fiber. And fifth, water which I can't stress enough. If I were to ask you listeners, do you love yourself? If so, how far would you go to protect your brain? Here's an analogy. I'm going to love someone who loves me back. So before I eat a donut, I ask myself, does this donut love me back? What good does it do for me apart from sweetening my palate? It is a temporary sugary rush, but accumulatively, it can be detrimental to my body and brain health. If the food and drinks are able to reciprocate your love with goodness and awesomeness, then it is good for you. You are encouraged and so worthy to have a healthy relationship with your foods. Having such a powerful analogy makes me want to choose my fruits wisely. One thing you could start doing is start adopting this as a daily tiny habit and start to see massive change happening to you soon, like decision-making. Now, I want to talk about thoughts and listen to this. Every time you have a thought, your brain releases chemicals, that immediately change your body. Your hands get wet and cold, your heart beats fast, causing heart rate to change and etc. And when you have happy thoughts, cheerful thoughts, hopeful, loving, or purposeful thoughts, your brain releases a completely different set of chemicals which releases to your body. Thoughts are automatic and it happens. And thoughts can lie. Just because you have a thought has nothing to do with whether or not it's true. Wow, listen to this again. Just because you have a thought has nothing to do with whether or not it's true. So the next time you feel sad, angry, bitter, or nervous, write down what you're thinking and ask yourself, if it's true. In this uncertainty period, there's no negative emotion. Oh, why? Because all emotions are perfectly normal. It is normal that you're feeling scared. It is normal that you're feeling worried or even anxious. And are you going to dismiss such feelings just because they are not innately yours? Or are you starting to self-condemn and be guilty about them? Instead, do this. Ask yourself these questions Is my present unhappy thought true? How do you feel when you believe in the thought? How would you feel without the thought? And what need in me is unmet? Every human has basic needs to meet. When we have emotions, we do not understand, especially in such a time. We look at our human needs. Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs is a theory in psychology proposed by Abraham Maslow. In his 1943 paper, A Theory of Human Motivation in Psychological Review, Maslow subsequently extended the idea to include his observations of humans' innate curiosity. Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs is a description of the needs that motivate human behavior. He proposed five different kinds of human needs, beginning with the most basic, survival. Physiological needs such as food and water are followed by needs related to safety. According to Maslow, there are five categories of needs. 1. Physiological 2. Safety. 3. Love. 4. Esteem. And 5. Self-actualization. In this theory, higher needs in the hierarchy begin to emerge when people feel they have sufficiently satisfied the previous need. Maslow argued that the failure to have needs met at various stages of the hierarchy could lead to illness particularly psychiatric illness or mental health issues. Individuals whose physiological needs are not met may die or become extremely ill. When safety needs are not met, post-traumatic stress may occur. So folks, in summary, I talked about the brain. And I've barely scratched the surface of a brain as there's a lot more to know about our brain. By understanding what our brain can do to our thoughts and emotions and fruits, the type of fruits that can better or worsen our brain health and the gut-brain axis plays an important role. So I would love to expand on this in my future episodes, so do follow me. I'm a certified health and wellness coach, and I was trained by Well Coaches School of Coaching for the United States. Also, I'm a certified brain health trainer by Functional Aging Institute from the United States, too. Recently, I just enrolled into Dr. Daniel's Amen Brain Health course and would love to share more in due time. Start looking at your mental health differently, change the language to brain health instead. I hope you're curious about how your brain looks like. I'm sure I am. Perhaps go for a brain scan? I'm definitely getting my brain scan once this extended circuit breaker or lockdown period is up. But listen, your brain health and overall well-being is my business. I care. Anyway, if you like this episode, please rate this at Apple Podcast and I will be so grateful. If you like to talk about your brain health, please book a 15-minute discovery call at www.coachanywhere.fitness and once again it's www.coachanywhere.fitness but if you would like to just have a chat with me about anything about your health well-being still feel free to book a 15-minute discovery call and it's complimentary with me That's all I have for you today, folks. Stay safe. Stay home. Mask on. Love you. Coach Karen, signing out.